My guest today is an old friend of the podcast. He appeared on the week before, some six years ago, and uh, he's back once again to talk about his passion. Welcome, uh, Deshaun Porter, to the podcast once again. And uh, ah, what is your passion? Well, of course, um, thank you so much for having me. And gosh, has it really been six years? Man, but uh, I, I will have to say it's my podcast, and uh, one of my, one of my uh, past, uh, past friends had told me that it's saving my life because, as you may know, that my fiance, uh, God bless her, uh, she's in heaven, and uh, it's pretty hard being without her, and uh, so I still be doing this podcast. Uh, my stage name is uh, Prince DJ, matter of fact. I, you know, even though it's hard to, you know, grieve about her, I'm keeping the stage name in her memory and her honor because uh, she gave that to me. Uh, she named me Prince DJ. I was, uh, I was uh, another, I went by another stage name uh, when we met and I, when I, um, right before we got married. And then when we got married and she was co-hosting the show with me, uh, she said, why don't you be Prince DJ? And it was perfect. It was perfect for the theming because I call all of my um, male listeners, which is the Knights, and I call the female version of uh, female fans. Uh, yeah, I call the female fans princesses, and it fit perfectly. I said, yeah. And even though when she lit, went on to be with the Lord on me, um, of course I was devastated. I said, you know what? Even though it's going to be hard, I'm still going to keep the name Prince DJ in her memory because I think that is the only way to let the guests know that, uh, let the people know that I'm still thinking about my late wife, even if I am trying to remarry again and try to be happiness and try to heal. But I love to admit, I love to entertain people. And I'm welcome any questions that you may have. Well, I mean, there there are many, and um, I should tell the listener we're referring to Donnell, who was on the pod on this podcast with you um, six years ago. And it's lovely that you're keeping alive some of the things that she helped to craft, because that that's a lovely thing to do. And you are an incredibly entertaining. Um, podcaster because you have many facets to you You kind of um you talk about your life don't you in the main yes uh because i want to share my story and share how hard it is because i was only married one year believe it or not um and um he was part of that um because like you said uh my wife was with me on the podcast of course and we had a great time and uh, she enjoyed talking to you, and um, and we had that. We all clicked, and uh, she was amazing. I mean, I was like, I'm still devastated that God took her away from me. And, and but when when she passed, you know how all these crime show goes, and thought that you know whenever a wife goes, the cops always go to the husband first. And I was like, 
Oh my God, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to. I still remember it. It was, it was like it's still a nightmare. And I'm still having dreams off and on now. And, uh, but she was beautiful. I mean, she was a beautiful co-host and I was making her into a star. We was getting ready to put production of Princess the Bargain Hunter. And, oh, she was adorable. I mean, she was absolutely adorable. And my my passion is really not only entertaining, but when I see someone who has the potential, I want to make them stars. I want to make them to shine. And um, so that, that I guess that was, uh, you know, almost like part of my mission, you know, to help other people to become stars like I want to be a star. And uh, she was right there. She was right there. I mean, it's like, why does she have to be taken away from me so early? It's, I'll never know. It's a mystery. It's a, and the Lord knows how uh, how much I struggled. I didn't get married to my late 40s. I mean, I'm, I just turned 47, and it's been a constant struggle. Everybody's married before me. Been married 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and then I only got one. But my passion still stick around, and it's a lifesaver. Well, I mean, I I remember when you first met your your late wife and you were doing the podcast then and then you kind of had a period in the middle where you were doing it with her and now you're in kind of this post era and I do notice that you are um, a lot calmer than you used to be because I remember when you used to do rants you were really loud yes yes and and I still know how to make rants entertainment I'm I'm still feisty in my rants at times uh, because, uh, as you know, I mean, even this year, I mean, this year I was like so, uh, it, 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 to tell you the truth, it's been rough. I mean, it's been totally rough. I mean, the whole entire year, even like uh, before going to Vegas or before going to Orlando on the uh, anniversary that she died because Let's just face it, I didn't want to flood my apartment with my tears. And so, I mean, see, I know how to make even my own pain funny because, I mean, even when I went to Hollywood to try to sell me and my wife's script, even though I didn't get it sold, I just got the amazing, the most amazing, uh, most amazing compliment that any writer or even uh, entertainer has ever gotten because I was pitching the script. The two producers were eating or, or eating lunch or something like that. And then I don't know what it was or what I said. One of the two producers was cracking up laughing. And the other one said, you know, you should be a stand-up comedian. I was like, oh, I was because I was thinking about, like, Steve Harvey. I was thinking about all these great uh, 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 rich uh, comedians and, and make, they got a job by making people laugh and all like that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I was like I was like in comedy heaven. I was after that. I mean, that was the best compliment of the whole darn trip. So I've been starting, I've been striving to still make people laugh and make people laugh even on my podcast. And obviously, one day, hopefully, you want to. Do you want to do the stand-up comedy, or do you want to keep it strictly to your podcast? Well, I mean. I can't stand for like a, uh, more than an hour. I don't even stand to worship at church, but maybe if I do it in a chair or something like that. But I want to do something like that or have some way I could put comedy in there uh, and so that I could still make people laugh and uh, still maybe do something with comedy. 
And, uh, yeah, I want to do something like that as far as, far as a stand-up routine. Because I have so many funny stories. It's like, it's insane. It's really insane. Well, you've always been incredibly passionate about just podcasting and, as you say, entertaining people, making people laugh. And we are um, five or six hours be, um, in front of you here in the UK. But I used to stay up half the night listening to you broadcasting live on like Spreaker and stuff where you just sit there and have conversations about relatively ordinary things and i think that's where most humor comes from the ordinary oh wow i mean i thank you i mean you're you're an og uh og uh night i mean <laughs> i mean it's imagined that i still have long time fans beyond what i've been trying to because it's hard when you're trying to take a podcast to the top and life circumstances try to knock you down and you know, the heart says, no, you're a podcaster. You're, 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 you have a radio show. You have um, something to contribute. I mean, you may not be a Rush Limbaugh. You may not be a um, Don Imus, but you're Prince TJ. And if my show becomes a household name, I would love it. I mean, I would love to be an international sensation, and I would love to be going for the long haul, and I never want to go out the air. I mean, the only time I go out the air is when it's my turn to be with my wife and the Lord, and um, that's the only way that's going to shut me up. <laughs> that's the only way that's ever going to shut me up. <laughs> I mean, do you ever listen to much, like, speech radio um, to kind of prepare yourself? Uh, I have at times. Like I, like I said, I, I do listen to... Um, talk radio at times. It has helped me. And I also listen when I used to live in the Northeast. I listened to comedy radio. Matter of fact, that's what got me falling in love with doing podcasts. Matter of fact, um, see, back in the days before I started this, uh, I was uh, listening to Gaby and Elvis' Doghouse, and, uh, and then I started calling into the show, and for some reason we clicked, and I started being on their program uh, off and on, and I enjoyed it so much. I literally fell in love, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to have a show almost, if not similar to that, or a long-running talk program or a talk comedy program similar to them because I want my own show, want my own fans, want my own exposure, and I enjoyed it. I was, like, obsessed with it. I was like, Oh, how do I do that? How do, and I almost, if they wanted to take it off the air, I almost, almost had a, um, you know, I would say, uh, I almost would have a part-time job with them or a full-time gig with them or something like that. I was, I was pretty excited. I was ready to go. And then when that happened, when, when free speech was getting attacked, it was like, oh, come on, really? But that's why I fell in love with, you know, with other programs. And I still, um calling radio show if I desire to. I don't do that now, but when I'm back in the day when I did, I call in radio shows and give my opinion and stuff like that. And it's an adrenaline rush for me, so I love it. I love it. <laughs> it, it is, isn't it? I, 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 there, there is something yeah, about I mean, calling into um, a talk station, just a talk show, and yeah. giving your opinion. You get that kind of buzz feeling. And then when you go on the, when you go on the air and, and, then, and then the mic turns to you and you're like, you just, 
just, I mean, it's it's a high for me. I mean, no, I don't take drugs, but <laughs> it's a high for me. And, um, you know, it's like if I didn't podcast, I mean, I probably would have been gone. I mean, you know, to tell you the truth, because I know I'm a Christian, but my wife meant the world to me. I mean, she really did. She really did, because knowing how I struggled to get married, look, I'm not wealthy. I'm not a bad boy image. I'm not about the thug life and all like that. That's like how girls want it and stuff like that. I'm not a rich person. You know, I'm always trying to get a uh, romance scan scammed by some of these people online and stuff like that. But I don't have money. I'm in, I'm in an apartment. I'm paying 560 a month uh, from what I was paying before just so I could have places to go when I want to and don't feel left out. But I'm still doing my podcast because I have a voice, and I'm not around people. And now we're like, we, we can't be around people. But I have a voice, and I wanted to share my story, plus, you know, try to make people laugh at the same time. And I wanted to, I wanted to give you a good show today. That's why I made sure that I got rest. And I was like, I want to give my friend the best interview ever. Ever. Well, you're on the way there, certainly, and it it just sounds like um, you kind of use your podcast as a way to heal yourself, and that is a very um, that's that's a very positive thing to do in some way because it can be quite therapeutic. I do another podcast called Dyer's Daily where I just spend five minutes a day talking about a particular subject and I don't edit it. I don't change it in any way. I use it as a confidence builder. And that sounds like um, it, it sounds like you that's what you do with yours. And I think perhaps more people should do it. Although um, surely then if more people did it, we'd get a, a barrage of, of um, political podcasts with it. Oh, yeah. With with oh, yeah. varying opinions. I mean, I'm I'm not going to ask you your your political views on this podcast. I try and steer clear of of um, politics uh, when it comes to this podcast. Well, either way, that would have been fine with me because I would have been happy to share it. But that's fine with me. It's been a very um, interesting time politically, and it sounds like you you do cover politics on your podcast because you know it's what's in your head at any particular time, and it does matter to you i mean you you mentioned earlier about calling into um talk radio stations many years ago perhaps not now but if somebody came along and offered you like a, a talk radio show you know a la dave ramsey or rush limbaugh or any of those people would you consider doing that a live radio show and a harpy and a cat and harpy i would i would and a cat and harpy well, yeah, but I, I think at the moment for people like you and I that uh, don't have access to to that, I think podcasting is a great way forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great way forward. And uh, and matter of fact, uh, while we're at it, now, I don't know if you or anybody else know, I attend um podcast conference, and it took another podcasting streaming service back when I started going to conference to come out because when I first started doing it, it's like, a, uh, wow, there's no conference for podcasting and there's conference for everything else. But when I found out about PodFest and then I found out about podcast movement, um, I had to go to Orlando, Florida for both of them. But when I found out about them, I was like, 
wow, I never know that this has existed. And I've been going to uh, them, uh, and I, I, I look forward to going back to them because, uh, you know, you learn a lot of new things about podcasts and learn a lot of things about marketing, even though I tend to stay on the entertainment side because it's kind of tough to market when you're an entertainer. It's really tough. Uh, but there's a lot of things that try to steal your story. There's a lot of things that try to steal your thunder. So I tend to try to stay clear of the uh, stay clear and just entertain and be myself and the um the people will come. <laughs> yeah, and we found out before we recorded this podcast that we're both using Anchor as a way of doing that. Yes, I was like, hey, I got an Anchor buddy, <laughs> and so um, I mean, I think Anchor is uh you know the best thing ever. Because number one, it's free, and number two, it's on. Uh, they put you on Spotify and put you on other podcast platforms, and it's really, it's really a way that it helps an aspiring podcast that wants to do a show, wants to do a ministry, wants to do any other type of show, and put it out to the world and tell their story. They can, and I love it. I mean, yeah, I love it. Uh, go ahead and continue. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I think of it almost like the punk music of of podcasting because suddenly um, it's not hidden behind a paywall. You can just go ahead and do it. If you've got an idea, you can just go ahead and do it. It's, it's a bit like arts and crafts in a way. Um, the fact that you can just yeah. uh, go on there and, and do this thing. I host about four or five different podcasts on Anchor. And while there was some discrepancy about... Um, terms and conditions early on i think they pretty much fixed those and now it's just an mm -hmm. easy platform like you say they submit to all these different things and you mentioned earlier about wanting to be the entertainer rather than the guy doing all the paperwork they basically do the paperwork for you making it easier exactly. for you to doing it allowing you to focus on the number one priority in your case which is content I'm hoping to be the poster child to Anchor. Anchor, if you're listening, I want to be your poster child. <laughs> yeah. I want to be. I want to be the. I want to be one of the mascots. I want. I want to be the face of Anchor. So, if you're listening, uh, you know, uh, go ahead and uh, put me your way. <laughs> Consider it done. Um, well, I, I have no affiliation with with anchor other than i host a few podcasts on it but uh no it is a good system and i'm glad that you found it because you were using other systems and they do cost quite a lot of money Correct. and when you are in particular situation where perhaps you can't afford it and yet it's something as you say you're using it as a way to kind of get you through some some mental health issues and and other bits that are going on in your life and you're using it to kind of perk you up the idea of of not having that there because of a paywall, you know, is quite. It must be quite devastating. Yeah, here's another reason why I stopped using uh, Spreaker because uh, there are some people called trolls, and they, uh, you know, they kind of troll your channel and and um, dock you and all like that, and they have no way of dealing with the trolls. I mean, they they literally just let them you know, try to destroy you and put you down. And I, I, I left because of that, because it's, it's totally ridiculous. You just want to put on an entertaining show to entertain the people. And you got trolls trying to put you down and try to put your show down and then trying to mess things up. 
and there's no way to like the only way that you can block the trolls is that if they are on while you're online and you can't do anything about it if they um if they try to troll you while you're you know not on the program and it's like I was like I had enough. I mean it's like thank God for anchor. <laughs> Thank God for anchor, but that was another reason why I left for uh, uh, Spreaker. I mean, there's still people that still do Spreaker, but they probably got the money. <laughs> I think Anchor is is the future. Um, certainly with podcasts like yourself. Now, if people wanted to find out more about your podcast, where would they need to go? Yes, well, uh, I know I haven't worked on my website because of my my mind, my, my anxiety, and my. Uh, depression, especially with this the pandemic, has been uh, awful while. But uh, they can still go to BigDCountryLLC.com or they can friend me on my Facebook page, uh, which is my name, Deshaun Porter. Uh, and uh, they could also... Uh, well, uh, I'm trying to get a, a fan page, e- uh, fan emails. I'm trying to make it easier for the fans to uh, reach out. But there's, there's definitely fa- Facebook, and I'm, I'm on Twitter at the Big D Zone or Twitter at Big D Zone. And uh, uh, you got to look for my face because if you don't find my face, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> hey, face <laughs> in the wrong place. That rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a, I mean, that's, that's a great rhyme in which to, to end it on. But I'd like to say um, all the best with your podcast. And thank you, Deshaun, for appearing on the podcast today. Well, likewise, likewise. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for having me. And I am, I am so glad that I, we were able to do this once again. Hey, let's not make, let's not make this nine years apart, okay? <laughs> no, let's, let's, uh, let's do it again sometime. You've just heard The Week Before with Jamie Dyer, featuring this week's special guest. If you'd like to be a future guest on the show, please email theweekbefore at outlook.com. This has been a Southwaves Audio production. Thank you for listening.